Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode and we will speak with you soon. Hello everyone, my name is Jamie alongside Mitch and welcome to episode two of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. Mitch, how are you today? Yep, doing well, thanks mate. Melbourne Cup Day. First didn't even know. Didn't even know. Melbourne has a public holiday though, so I'm lucky. We're in New South Wales. We are we are hard at work at the gyms and on fitness business consulting. Yeah, if we don't make any more podcasts, it's because we won big on the on the cup. Yeah. <laughs> don't um, need to do this anymore. Is, is Makami Diva still running? Yeah, her and Winks. Winks <laughs> no. That's right. That's right. Okay, guys, let's get into today's uh, episode topic. And today we're going to speak about organic marketing. We're going to cover a few things. Number one, like what is organic marketing? Why it's become really popular of late? Why we don't feel it's that effective long term? Just a little bit in regards to how we've grown our businesses through paid advertising. Yeah, that's right. So, so I guess it's probably a good place to start with what exactly organic marketing is. Um, to kind of put a umbrella over that and other forms, you've either got organic marketing, which is effectively free marketing, and then you've got paid marketing or paid advertising where you're obviously putting your own dollars into it. So I, I've got the elevator pitch, mate. What is what is organic marketing? Hit me with it. Here's the secret. You message every single person you have on your Facebook page and say, hey, would you like a seven-day free trial? And you post on your wall uh, quite often uh, a combination of value-based posts. So you would say, hey, would you like this free smoothie booklet? Comment, yes, please. Comment below. Now, if that person gets that booklet, you then start messaging them on a consistent basis, trying to get them into your gym. Now, of course, with everything, there is a lot of nuance. But to, to summarize organic marketing, it is literally cold outreach to people either on your Facebook page, in your Facebook group, or even people that you know just like in real life because real life still exists. Yeah, like all your friends and acquaintances and connections that you've made over the years, like obviously like you said through through Facebook, Instagram, any other social media you may have, you know, all the way through to, you know, family barbecues you attend, uh, get-togethers you have for first birthday parties and just anywhere where you come come across people. So one thing that you, you missed out, uh, I think, which is important, I think with looking at organic marketing, you're you're not paying any money to do it, but you're paying with your time. So I Absolutely. think that's probably the, the most important, uh, I guess, thing to realise that organic marketing is a time-based thing and we're not going to go into paid advertising today if that's where you're paying with money, but organic marketing, you're paying with your time. There's absolutely no such thing as a free lunch. You are paying either way and you need to decide which way you'd like to pay. And I'd like to think that that decision goes far beyond money 
and what is your time worth and is that even effective and in recent years organic marketing has become really really popular by a long list of business coaches saying that organic marketing is the bee's knee that's how you grow a business you can go to 10k a month with organic marketing just message your friends offer them a free trial give them value they'll sign up for your business now, there is about 100 pitfalls in that. Uh, but Mitch, do you want to start off with the, with the number one thing that you don't think organic marketing is good for? Well, first and foremost, I don't know if this is number one, but you, you kind of are making that decision that you are that person where everyone who you know is becoming a potential client, customer, prospect. So, what type of person is that, mate? Well, it's just a person that's always looking to, to make a sale and you, you don't actually, like you might meet someone and they might leave that conversation or that event and think, oh God, Mitch was a nice guy, but he just kept, I could tell that he was trying to trying, trying to sell me something. So well, I, I played AFL growing up and the footy club, it's a very, very masculine environment. You, you play your footy, you have a shower together, you have a sausage sandwich, you go to the pub. I often think about like if I was following this organic strategy, I would be at the at the footy game. We won the game, close game, get to the barbecue. Mate, that sausage sandwich is nice. Thanks for that. By the way, seven day free trial. Like, <laughs> do you want to be that person? That person in your network that is known as, geez, he's always trying to sell me something. Yeah, that, and that's exactly it. You almost become renowned as that person who's always got a bit of a hidden agenda every time you strike up a conversation because when I when I reach out to a friend or, or even if it is an acquaintance or something there's no hidden agenda hey how's it going you know how's how's your partner how are the kids you know how's this how's that and there's no hidden agenda but when you're leading that conversation with the thought in the back of your mind that you're wanting to potentially give them a seven-day trial I think it becomes very see-through but that that, that aside I, th I think one of the huge pitfalls of this is how long can it actually work for? Because if you are hitting your list, whether that is, you know, your thousand Facebook friends, 500 Instagram followers, you know, people in your phone who maybe aren't on social media, you hit them all once, you hit them all twice, maybe three times. Like how, how long can you actually keep working that list before you start getting deleted or blocked or just see people are just blatantly pissed off with you. That's where like part of fitness business consulting was to just to, to be really truthful about business and to be transparent about what actually happens. And let's say that you do add 20 people in the morning, 20 people at night on your Facebook randoms in your local area that may be interested in your gym or if you're an online trainer in certain groups, like for example, if you help women through menopause, you might try and join women go through menopause Facebook groups. So anyway, you add those people. Eventually on your personal profile, you get to 5,000 friends. Now let's just say that week, that, that week you message all 5,000 of them, you may get a 1% response rate. Right, Mitch, what's the math on that? You ever... That's 50. 50. So let's say 50 people, you book appointments, half show up, 25, you sell 10 into your program, seven of them stay long term, and then the business coach will post it, the screenshot one moment in time, organic guru generates 50 appointments in one week. Yeah, but like it's not happening again. 
it's almost like a one-time play and you get to the point where you actually have to start deleting your Facebook friends and adding new friends to stay under your 5K Facebook limit. And I ask you again, do you want to be that person? Yeah, and when you think about all the time, effort and energy that you've gone to get those 50 appointments and 25 show up and 10 sales, like that's a – I'd hate to think how long that would take. It would be, it would be weeks, weeks, yeah. months. Like, and and you probably get arthritis in your fingers from, from messaging – so and, and, and so we're not complete hypocrites. We've both tried organic. We tried it for a long period of time following a 10K organic masterclass and it was effective for like a week and then it dies yeah. out. And, and speaking of the same gurus will talk about, oh, you've got to increase your prices. You've got to value your service. What about your brand? How valued are you when you're messaging every person on your Facebook to try and get them to do a trial with you or at the local footy club or at the school canteen when you're constantly just heating people up one after the other. Like it is the reason why sales gets a bad rap. Like you are the sleazy car salesman on Facebook. And I what, think bothers, what bothers me the most is coaches that do that and, and behave in that way where they use their, their Facebook friends as a, da as a database in the back of their mind, they're going to say, oh, changing lives, changing lives. They've got to have this service. They've got to have this service. And then you, you, go, you go into this DM pitch and it works once. And then you delete yes. those friends. So if you care it's, so much about those people, you wouldn't delete them, but you have to. It's not as much of a, an approach to marketing as it is a potential one-off strategy. And, and, and that's where if you, if you were desperate, I mean, you have obviously got Facebook friends and followers where you might be able to shoot out that message and get a return on that on a week or a month. And that might be something that's viable. But it's it's just one it's one play. Like it's one week or one month out of the the five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty years you you're in business and and you might be able to sporadically do that, but it's not something that you can say is your marketing strategy because it, it is only something that that is going to be effective for a very, very short period of time. And in, in our opinion, the time, effort, and energy it takes to do that, it's it's not worth it. Be and because, because like I said, you can pay with your time or you can pay with your money. And, and we're not going to talk about paid advertising today, but think about how long it would actually take to, to send out all those messages. And even if you've got software or virtual assistant or something that's obviously something that costs you money anyway so there's just a lot of shortcomings of it and in our opinion it's not not worth your while to sit there and do that when there's other things in your business that are a lot that are going to be a lot more effective and i'm talking about right now in this exact sentence i'm talking about local gym owners like we are what we specialize in if you have a, a gym and we're in newcastle new south wales we've got one at cardiff and one at adamstown if you go with this organic play and you become that person in town that no one wants to talk to or you're the guy that's always trying to sell them something, your reputation travels fast. There's a gym owner in Newcastle. I'm, of course, not going to say his name. He has a horrible reputation for doing this and it's going to end up destroying his business. And the big difference between a local gym doing organic versus an online trainer 
that online trainer can effectively message the entire world, right? So they can actually damage their reputation because they can just move on to another niche, another group of people or another Facebook group. But if you do it locally and you can't pick up your gym, your bricks and mortar facility and move it across town, it's going to come back to bite you in a really, really bad way. Especially if you are in a bit of a smaller town, like Newcastle's not a small place, but word gets around. We've well, operated... Like, Newcastle is what? Maybe the 10th biggest city in Australia? That's what <laughs> I'm No, yeah, it's, it's still... It's still quite big in relation, I mean, not as big as Sydney and Melbourne and things, but, you know, it's just something where word gets around very quick and, and it wouldn't take long, for, like Jamie said, for it to be damaging your brand in a very negative way, even if you have the most positive intentions. So what, what, why do you think it has become so, so popular and why is it something that coaches are teaching? Because... If you work with an agency and they run your Facebook ads and they can't deliver your results, it's on them. It's on the agency themselves. When, if you teach organic and you tell your students, hey, go do organic, and you go, hey, coach, I've done exactly what you said to do. It's not working for me. Do you know what they say? Do more. Call them again. Call them again. Follow them up harder. If you're not in the DMs, you're not in business. Like the organic coach that teaches organic, they can always throw the blame back onto the actual person in their coaching program. When even if you have like a done with you service and you help other gym owners run their ads, if they don't get the result, it's on the actual coach itself. And the other reason why it's become so popular is because the people that teach organic don't know how to run paid strategies. And even worse, they teach organic but they actually acquire you through a paid strategy themselves. It's, it's madness. Yeah, I think on top of that too, it's, it's free, right? And, and for me and you, like we would rather pay and have all those other hours in the day to do other things, whether it's business related or, or personal stuff. Whereas it, some people would, wouldn't mind sitting there for 10 or 12 hours messaging hundreds and hundreds of people in the day and they have no regard for their own time and they would rather do that than than put any sort of money behind it because they just have that belief about money and they have a bit of a negative i guess opinion of what money means and they feel like they're working hard too i think that's something they feel like that they're um i guess grinding and if they are messaging hundreds of people a day then they feel like they're working hard but there's just no smart element to it. Yeah. And I put that back onto the coach again too, because the coach, if that person has their best interests for their 5,000 Facebook friends and a good intention, then the coach should have a good intention too and realize that they're setting that person up for a business that is only going to be short-term, that you cannot scale, that you cannot grow consistently. And they need to sit them down and run them through just like, okay, like this is how paid advertising works. This is how you make money from the front end. This is how you liquidate, liquidate your ad spend. And this is how you convert members into, into ongoing paid trials. Uh, find, me a, find me a successful fitness business coach that's been around for five plus years that doesn't use paid strategies. Yeah. And love, the other thing it. too, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, they, they have measures in place now. They'll block you. Like my Instagram got... got blocked when I when we had this 
organic approach because they could tell I was messaging people. I, 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 was, I was adding people who I didn't know. Facebook, like if you add people who you don't have any friends with, mutual friends, you can get flagged and they'll warn you. If you try to add too many people in, in a certain amount of time, they, they will flag you and they will block you because Facebook is a, and it's a huge company and they're smart. They want people to pay. They're making it harder and harder and harder to communicate through a business, even if you are set up with a personal profile. They will catch on very quickly what you're trying to do. And you aren't actually able to, to complete this strategy without being blocked like maybe you could five years ago. Facebook, Facebook groups. Facebook, Facebook groups are different now. And Facebook, not only do they not care about your business, they actually care about their user experience. They want users to come to Facebook to explore the feed. And if you open up your Facebook and every single day you've got 10 random DMs from people soliciting, soliciting their unwanted services, that would turn me off Facebook if I was a user. And I would go to TikTok. I would go to Pinterest. I would use other social medias. Yeah. And just to, to finish this up, uh, I, I think the theory of it sounds fantastic. And we will be talking a lot about theory versus practicality. And when you have a very convincing person who is telling you about how effective and how easy organic marketing is and it's free and you're helping people and you, you know, you're sharing your message and you know, all that, that stuff, even if you have that mentality of it all, the, in theory, it's great. Practicality, it's not. I, I, I still remember hearing... You know, one. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous. One of the the best ways to to reach out to to strangers is to get your members' phones, ask them if they've got any friends who are interested in the gym, and if they do, get their phone, start a three way chat on Facebook between you, them, and the friend, and send them a selfie video with your friend saying, "Oh hi, you know, my name's Mitch. I'm from." this gym, how about a seven-day trial, et cetera, et cetera. The theory of that sounds great. You try doing that with one of your members and see the response that you get. And, and we made a huge mistake with our first location, right? And I'm embarrassed about how we conducted ourselves, but we were young, we were dumb, and we were following the advice from some really great business coaches and what we found very quickly is all the things that they teach, i.e. that example right there, it is for short-term growth. It is just the quick wins, the quick buck that damages your brand in the long run. And most gyms close after three years. And do you know why? Because they're not going to re-sign that lease. Because by their third year, everyone's joined, everyone's left, and their brand is just ruined. And like, after we did that, we tried to revive the brand. We tried to rebuild the brand. We tried to do, do, do things differently. It wasn't going to work. You get, one, you get one opportunity, these people. Yeah, we, we, we learned a lot from that. And we were able to use those lessons that we learned in, in our future locations and still in the, the ones that we have now. But we learned a harsh lesson. Like We, we went about things the, the wrong way. And when it came time to renew our lease, we were skeptical. We ended up selling that one to, to someone we knew and worked out well for them, worked out well for us. So we were able to get, get out of that situation 
quite well in the end, but it wasn't something we, we could not have lasted another three years there because of the strategies and the practices that we had around marketing and, and around how we ran that business. So I think you, you know, hit the nail on the head there where it, it's something that can work for a week or a month or however long, but it, it is not something that you can hang your banner on and say it's a you know, very effective, sustainable way for you to acquire new customers. A anything works once. We could plaster our face on a bus in Newcastle and we'd get a few leads from it. But if that bus is going around 52 weeks a year, people sick of our faces. You can do a letterbox drop. It would work once. You need to have sustainable practices in your business if you do want to have a, a long-term business. And if you have, we always go back to the intention, the intention of the fitness business owner. If you do want to help people and you need to be in the industry more than three years. We'll leave it there. And on our next, uh, maybe not next episode, but in the coming episodes, we're going to talk about paid advertising, which is our preference. And we will discuss how we go about marketing from a, um, from a paid perspective. Okay, awesome. Th thanks for listening, guys. Have, have a nice day. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you did enjoy the episode, then we do have a free Facebook group that you can join. It's called Fitness Business Growth, a group run by gym owners for gym owners. We share a lot of very valuable information that can be helpful for fitness business owners. So if you are wanting to get more of what you just heard, hop on, add yourself in and be a part of that group. Until next time, thanks for listening and we'll talk with you soon.